Welcome to Go All In Exclusive. Today on the show, I'm flying solo and I'm going to share with you the number one thing that's stopping you from getting everything and anything that you want in your life. Now, this is the culmination of working with clients, both individuals and corporate clients, and it's been the most important lesson that I've learned about going all in. And it's the most important lesson that I can share with you. So make sure you grab a pen, take some notes. And if you've got a question, send it to me via the AMA page. Let's get started. G'day everyone and welcome to Go All In Exclusive. If this is your first time here, welcome. It's great to have you here. I know you're going to absolutely love these exclusive episodes. My guests and I go deep on these shows. We go deep into mastering the art and the science of going all in. And these podcasts have been created and they're for you. And the idea is to shortcut the path to the success that you're seeking. Make sure if you've got a question or some feedback for the show that you reach out to us via the Ask Me Anything page. And you can just take a little peek at your phone right now and the link to the AMA is right there in the show notes so you won't have to go digging around for it. For regular listeners of the Goal In Exclusive, if you're back for more, welcome back. It's great to have you here. And as I like to say, I love our repeat offenders at the Goal In Exclusive. Thanks for your loyalty, and thanks so much for spending your precious and valuable time with me here on the podcast today. Remember, my guests and I are here to serve you, the listener. We want to hear from you. We want to know your thoughts and your opinions about the topics that we're discussing, so make sure you connect with us via the AMA page. Also, before we kick off today, don't forget to grab your free copy of my best-selling masterclass called Master Your Mind and Go All In. It's worth $149 and I'm giving it to you for free. It's my best work and inside you'll find over 15 years of entrepreneurial experience coupled with my 10 years of military experience all condensed into nine modules, nine video-based modules, that is, with over four hours of content. And you can grab your copy at goallin.com.au forward slash referral, and you can find that link also in the show notes. Alrighty, let's get into today's show. Well, good everyone. As I mentioned at the top of the show, I'm going to share with you the number one thing that's holding you back from achieving anything and everything that you want in life. Now, it's a big claim on a podcast and it's a big opening statement to make as well, but I'm pretty confident that I can do that for you. Now, I'm not making this stuff up. I promise you that. This has been true, this thing that's holding you back, that is, for every single person that I've ever worked with in the coaching space, but especially in the digital marketing space and in the business consulting stuff that I've done over the last 15 or so years. I'm also today on the show, I'm not just going to give you the diagnosis, I'm also going to give you the cure. And this podcast will be the first in a few in a series, if you like, of cures for the most damaging thing in your life. And I want you to leave today's show. In fact, I want you to leave every Go All In exclusive show with some actionable steps that you can use immediately to get you moving towards your goals and your targets. And the idea of this podcast is to help speed up that entire process for you. 
So to give you an example, if you listen to 10 of these episodes or any podcast really, and you take away three things from each episode, you'll have 30 world-class tips, tricks, hacks, whatever you want to call them. But if you take those 30 things and you implement implement them into your life, you'll see accelerated growth. So Make sure you take away the the three or four or five or 10 things that you learned today in today's podcast and you actually do something with them. Don't just listen to this show and go, oh, okay, that's really good. Actually take this information and do something with it. Now, before I get into what this disease is and the problems that this causes, I I want you to take a moment here with me to reflect upon exactly where it is that you are. Where are you right now, this very second that you're listening to me? Where are you? That's a direct result of every single decision that you've made, both where you are physically, mentally, spiritually, intellectually. That's a result of the decisions you've made. Now, as you know, everyone makes good decisions and everyone makes bad ones as well. The point is, you're exactly where you are in time and space right now, this very moment, because of the decisions that you've made. Now, I want you to answer an important question for me. Right now, in this moment, in space and time, when you're listening to me, are you in the exact place that you want to be? For many people, the answer to that question will be a big, fat, no way. And others might be kind of more relaxed, like, yeah, well, kind of, I've sort of where I am. I'm definitely on the path. I'm on track. You know, it's a spectrum. The response to that ant- that question of are you in the exact place you want to be is a spectrum. Are you down the left-hand side of that spectrum with a big fat no or are you down the right-hand side with, yep, I'm exactly where I want to be in life. Well, that's awesome. Well done and kudos to you. But if you're somewhere along that scale, moving from left to right, and I think we're all moving from left to right in different aspects of our lives, then this podcast is for you today. I always like to say that Your past, present, and future are all happening to you at once. There's no delineation between those things. And if you take some time to contemplate why it is that you're where you are in your life, you will be happy, sad, angry, embarrassed, and disappointed all at once. And that's because your past, present, and future are happening to you all at once. And the reason that I wanted you to reflect upon your current moment is because it will help you to sharpen your focus. When you look closely at the things that you don't want in your life, you'll quickly see the things that you do want. That's highlighting the contrast for you. And the only way to get there is with a serious reflection of your current situation. And it only takes a moment to do. No longer really than this segment of the podcast that you're listening to right now. It doesn't take you long to reflect on why you're where you are. It only just takes a minute to do, but we don't do that very often. So in the last couple of minutes, you've reminded yourself about where it is that you are, and you also have a good idea about why it is that you're where you are. That's a really good thing, right? You've highlighted what you do and you don't want. So let me ask you one final question here in this segment of the podcast before I step off into the next bit. You get why it is that you you have what you have, and you also get why it is why you don't have it. And it's the question that that begs is this, what is it that you really want? And I'm not talking about your goals, they're important for sure, but what is it that you're really seeking out of life? And that question there is much harder to answer and it's not something that you can reflect upon in a few moments like we have 
trying to work out why it is where you are. Trying to work out what it is that you want is hard. And if you don't know what that is, if you don't really truly know what that is, it's going to take you some deep contemplation to uncover that. And it might not be what you think. Sure, having a house, the car, happy family and a pocket full of money is really important. And that's perfect. And that's exactly what most people want. But is that what you really need at a deep level? So the first thing that I want you to take away from today's podcast is that question of what is it that you really, truly, deeply want? If you're so inclined, I'd love to hear what it is that you really want. And you can share that with me on the AMA page. So the reason that I want you to reflect upon where it is that you are and work out what you really want is because in life, like any journey, we're all trying to get from point A to point B. And the problem, again, this this is a problem. And again, this, this is based on my experience of working with hundreds and hundreds of clients over the years. The problem is that most people have a good idea of where point B is for them, but they don't really fully understand where they're starting from or why they want to go to point B. So it's one thing to know how to get from point A to point B, but if you don't know what your starting point is or why you're trying to go to point B, then the drivers to get there are really, really hard. Understanding exactly where you are and why and coupling that with understanding where you're going and why is the key to unlocking everything that you've ever wanted out of life. And it's a dead simple formula that works for every single person. Now, people say that, people say to me all the time that, that, hey, Rob, that's actually really obvious. And I know, I know it's obvious and I'm aware of that. But if it was so damn obvious, then why is it that you don't have what it is that you want? And the reason is because you have a disease. And this disease is the number one thing that's holding you back. And the disease that you have is known as distraction. Distraction is the number one killer of modern day dreams. It's not social media. It's not your AdWords campaigns not working or some other stupid excuse. The number one reason you're not achieving what it is that you want in your life is because you're distracted. You're distracted by social media, you're distracted by your ad campaigns not working, and you're distracted by a million other things in your life as well. Now, you would have heard the stats before, on average, that people, especially in these COVID times, you would have heard these stats, on average, people touch their face around 26 times per hour. Well, you know, that's pretty innocent, if you ask me. That's, that's an interesting thing. Do I do that? Yeah, I definitely, I probably do that for sure. I don't know about you, but yeah, for sure, that seems kind of reasonable and plausible. But nothing really bad happens when you touch your face, right? You scratch an itch, you put your hand on your chin when you're thinking about something, you might be playing with your hair when you're talking on the phone. Nothing bad comes of your body language or you doing something like that. But a quick Google search shows me how many times people touch their phone every day. And the, the top result in Google shows me a, a study from 2016, so four, four years ago, that people touch their mobile phones 2,617 times per day. It's a pretty alarming stat, right? So assuming that you're asleep for eight hours a day, driving or doing something that you can't touch your phone for another couple of hours, that leaves you 14 hours of opportunity to touch your phone. Uh, and if you take 
2617 and divide it by 14, you get people touching their phones 186 times per hour on average. And I guess that means, you know, when you're packing out a text message or you're typing something as well, you're touching one keystroke is a touch, I suppose. So the point is that people are touching their their mobile phone literally almost five times as much as what they're touching their face. And that is a problem. Now, that's just a study, and I get it. Look, and, and I understand that the averages that I'm giving here to you are just rudimentary averages. But the point is, people are massively distracted by something as simple as their phone and everything that goes with their phone. So let me sum up why distraction is killing everything that you ever wanted and why this is such a serious disease. If distraction is the problem, then focus must be the solution, right? Well, yeah, I agree it is. That's very logical. But let me show you why that's not all you need. You need more than focus and you need more than discipline. You need more than just those things. Think about your behavior as it relates to work. And this is the reason why distraction is such a killer of your ideas. So think about your behavior as it relates to work. When you get started with something, you might find yourself in the groove of doing something after around 10 or 15 minutes. You're doing what you do. It's all coming really easily to you. It's all feeling really good. And then the phone rings or a Slack message pops in or a WhatsApp message pops on on your phone. You know how it goes, right? It's like standard standard stuff in your day and you see that stuff and you go no 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 I'm busy I'm not gonna I'm not gonna touch that I'm not gonna get to that I'm busy doing what I'm doing but it's too late as soon as you've been distracted by that alert or that little thing whatever that thing is you've broken the flow of what it is that you were originally doing and you might say to me but Rob That's just life. That's how it rolls. That's how the world works. There's nothing you can do about it. And you'd certainly be right. But here's the thing. Each time you're taken off a task and you're distracted just for a moment in that, hey, that's how life rolls moment, it can take you up to 20 minutes to get back and regain the same level of focus before that distraction actually happened to you. And sometimes you won't even get back there at all because the distraction that interrupted you has taken you off on a tangent and you'll get back to that task later. So this stop-start nature of the modern world that we live in is a real problem. And whether distraction is helping you or hindering you doesn't matter. Distraction is not good or bad. It's part of life. So how you deal with the distractions will determine the level of success that you achieve in the time frame that you want. So distraction is not serving you or helping you. It's not good or it's not bad. But what it is doing is determining the level of success that you want in the time frame that you want. So let me sum up this section of the podcast by asking you this. Is your current circumstance right now that you've just reflected upon in the first segment of this show the product of your collective decisions? So if it is the product of your collective decisions, Do you think that you would be further along in your life if you hadn't been so distracted by all the things that distracted you along the way? (laughs) Well, it's pretty obvious, right? And I I think, I know I personally would be. Uh, So I think the answer to the question is, of of course it would. Let me tell you a little story uh, and I'll close out this segment of the podcast here because I think this story is down the far right-hand end of the spectrum and it really highlights how distraction can be a problem. 
So on the 29th of December in 1972, Eastern Airlines Flight 401 was en route from New York to Miami. As the crew were on their final approach into Miami, they lowered the landing gear only to find out that the nose wheel indicator light had not illuminated. And for the people that are not aviators listening to this, when you put the landing gear down on an aircraft, on an airliner, there's three lights that show uh, the landing gear has been extended and the nose wheel light wasn't working. So as you would expect, uh, they re-engaged the, uh, they recycled the landing gear, to, they put it up, put it down to see if the gear had, had come down and the indicator in the flight deck was that the gear hadn't come down and that the nose wheel hadn't come down at all. So as you would expect, they re-engaged the autopilot, they set it at 2,000 feet, which is all pretty normal, and they discontinued the approach and the controller told them to head out west over the Everglades to go and troubleshoot the problem that they had. So that night, there was 163 passengers and crew on board that airliner. And between the two pilots, the captain and the first officer and the engineer, they had over 51,200 hours worth of experience. And they had over 50 years of combined aviation experience right there in that flight deck. Your crew couldn't really be much more experienced than these guys were. So as the aircraft moved away from the airport to go and troubleshoot the landing gear problem, the first officer, he leaned forward to check the actual light. So there's the three lights in front of him, and he, f- he was flicking the light with his, his finger. You could hear that on the, on the voice recorder. And maybe he's checking to see if the connection's not right. Point is, as he was leaning forward to, to do that, to touch the actual light itself where it was on the, on the console, he, he pushed the control column on his side forward just with his torso as he leaned forward so the control wheel that's in front of him picture what an airliner looks like in the flight deck he pushed that forward and he leaned against it and he leaned against it with enough pressure to disengage the autopilot so this is a this is a real problem because all three of the crew in the flight deck were distracted by the landing gear light not working And they were so distracted by it that they didn't even notice that the horn was going off that was meant to alert them that the autopilot had been disengaged and the low altitude warnings were going off. Six minutes after they discontinued that approach, the airliner crashed and it crashed into the Florida Everglades and 96 of the 163 passengers died, including the two pilots and the engineer. Later on, the investigation found that there was nothing wrong with the landing gear and it did in fact extend and it it was nothing wrong with it. It was a 20 cent light bulb that was not working, which ended up being the cause of the crash. Now, the lesson in the story is don't let your life, your goals or anything that you want out of your life be derailed by a distraction as trivial as a 20 cent light bulb or a Snapchat message or a WhatsApp message or something That just doesn't matter. If focus is the opposite of distraction, then can't we just focus more on what it is that we want to get what it is that we want? And the short answer to that is yes. But hyper-focus on one thing can lead to an absolute disaster, and I've seen that time and again. The two pilots and the one engineer in the flight deck of that airliner hyper-focused on a stupid green light, 
to the exclusion of every other alarm and alert and all of the training that they've had over that incredible period of time and experience that they had, and it ended in total disaster. And while that might be an extreme example of what goes on when you're hyper-focused and distracted, it really highlights to me that focus is not necessarily the solution to your distraction. So what is? Well, what I've discovered with working with clients over the years, what you need is a plan. And the way that I've taught this plan and I use this plan in my life is I've created the seven pillars to master your mind and go all in. And this, my friends, this, ladies and gentlemen, is the solution to distraction. This is how you can accelerate everything and anything that you want in your life and how you can completely eliminate distraction or, you know, worst case, you minimize it. Best case, you eliminate it. I've created a masterclass on this and you can get your copy of it for free. The link is also in the show notes. So I encourage you to just take a little peek at the show notes and go ahead and grab that masterclass for free. So the seven pillars that I use to eliminate distraction from my life and to help my clients are, first of all, the first one is elite mindset. Number two is motivation and commitment. And these are the headlines of what it is that I use. Number three is process over outcome. Four is time management. Five is focus and awareness. Six is routines and habits of success. And number seven is self-control and discipline. Over the next few solo podcasts, I'm going to be referring to these seven pillars and I'm going to be sharing some stories with you and it's going to it's going to help you to see how you can quickly apply these things to your life and how you can speed up everything that you want. When I work with clients, I often find that they have a really hard time focusing on the things that they want for extended periods of time. And that's because life gets in the way. That's why you need way more than focus and discipline to get there. Unfortunately, distraction is part of our life. Focus and discipline are also part of our life, but it can be a hell of a slog and a, gl- and a grind to actually get there. Now, whenever I teach this subject or I give a keynote on it or somebody asks me about it, people always say to me, well, Rob, it's all right for you, mate. You were in the military. It's easy for you. Discipline is part of what you do. But that's not me. I'm lazy. I sleep in and it's so hard to get motivated. How do you stay so motivated? And look, let me tell you that, uh, look, I agree with all, I agree with that sentiment. I know it's hard to be motivated and I am probably a little bit more disciplined than most. But let me tell you that the military, especially the army, because I was in the Navy as well, the, in the army, I came across some of the laziest, unmotivated, undisciplined people I've ever met in my entire life. The folks there that were really good at their jobs were not disciplined. That's not the way that you would describe them. They were professional and they focused on leveling up in their careers and in their jobs as soldiers. What they wanted was more out of their army careers. And the great thing about the military is that it's pretty easy to know what to do to get to the next level in your life. There's no ambiguity about what you need to do to achieve the next rank or go on the next course or get the next job. Sometimes in a corporate job, and I've had those as well, it's a little bit hard to understand what the next level is and what I've got to do to get there. In the army, all you need to do is to kind of follow along, play the game and be professional. It's, in, in that sense, it's really no different to any other job. It's not discipline that gets you there. Motivation and discipline will only get you so far. It's really, it's really tricky, you know, 
you would have heard the saying before that it's it's dis- it's motivation that gets you started and it's discipline that keeps you going. But in some ways, I disagree. I disagree on that point to a for a reason because grinding something out is not fun, and it, and if it takes discipline and effort to grind something out and it doesn't bring you any enjoyment, you'll give up and you'll let yourself off the hook because it's just not enjoyable and and human nature is to move towards things that are enjoyable and good for you and move away from things that are not. So motivation and discipline are absolutely critical to your success, but that's just a starting point and that's not something um, that you can use to eliminate distraction and increase your focus. It's certainly a tool in your toolbox, but that's not the way to do it. Okay, let's uh, cover off what you can do to begin to remove distraction from your life and accelerate your results. This is where the rubber meets the road, ladies and gentlemen. Whether you're already successful in life or you're just starting out or it's something in between for you, all of us can benefit from developing an elite mindset and creating our own personal version of that. And this is pillar number one in the seven pillars to mastering your mind and going all in. So I want to talk about elite mindset here. So developing an elite mindset and creating your version of this is the thing that's going to delineate you from average and expert. It it delineates you from successful and mediocre, and it delineates winners from second place, third place, and fourth place. Having an elite mindset is what's going to get you there. And that's the starting point. That's where you must start. And I know if if you're listening to this podcast, you you just want to go all in and you want to win more in life. You're part of a movement of people that want more out of life. What I can say is the fastest way to get there is to eliminate distraction and begin to develop an elite mindset. And when you do it, what happens is You'll know how to stay positive when things get hard, especially when you feel like giving up and letting yourself off the hook because you'll have the strategies and a plan in place to stop yourself from quitting because the idea that you had that you're about to quit on was really good. What you've got to do is you've just got to keep going and don't give up on it because it's a little bit hard. It's still a good idea. Whatever idea you had is still a good idea. Just don't quit. And, you know, you see some people just quit all the time. They quit on a diet. They quit on a business opportunity. They quit on a relationship. They're always letting themselves off the hook. And the reason that they're doing that, it comes down to not having the right mindset. And when you develop an elite mindset, you'll be able to identify and consistently do the things that will have the greatest impact on closing the gap from where you are to where you need to be. Because when you have an elite mindset, that's what you think about all the time. That's where you turn your attention to. With an elite mindset and some additional training that I'm going to provide to you here in this podcast, and go ahead and grab that masterclass because you'll get it over there. There's four hours worth of training in nine modules there. The training that I'm going to provide you throughout these podcasts and over there in that masterclass, what you're going to do is you're going to learn to develop unshakable confidence and focus. That's what an elite mindset does for you. When you start thinking differently about things, you feel really confident about things and you end up being hyper-focused on those things in a really good way because 
once you've made a decision and you've determined that you actually want to actually go and do something and get that thing done, you'll do it. And distraction won't be a factor. And it won't encroach into your life like it did. But you're not going to get there and, and remove, minimize or eliminate distraction from your life unless you change the way that you think about what it is that you're actually doing. And it all starts with developing an elite mindset. So when you do it, when you move to, from average to elite, it will enable you to navigate any type of adversity that comes up in front of you, whether that's in your personal life or in your professional life. And that's because you're focused and being hyper-focused on what it is that you want and what it is that you're doing will remove all of the obstacles that are in front of you. And I'm not saying to hyper-focus like those pilots and engineers did on that light. You need situational awareness. You need to understand that things, that other things are going on around you, but you need to be moving towards that goal exclusive of all the other goals that are around you. So you've got to focus in on that one thing, see it through to its conclusion and get it done. Then the only way that you can do that is by thinking about things differently and developing the elite mindset. So with that elite mindset, what you'll do is develop a much greater sense of self-awareness in the process and situational awareness as well. You'll be able to recognize challenges before they happen and that'll, that'll stop you getting yourself into situations that you know will compromise your results. If you're trying to dial back the booze at party time at the end of the year, then don't go down the pub. It's as simple as that, right? But your mates are calling you saying, come on, come down, come and have a beer, just have one. We know you're trying to give up. Come and have a Coke or a lemonade instead. And you get there and you put yourself in a situation where you might be able to compromise your goal. That's just not going to happen if you've got the right mindset. If your mindset is right, you'll be able to go down the pub, sit with your mates, drink a soft drink, and don't worry about the alcohol because the goals that you have are way more important. But it's not that your goals are more important than they were six months ago, it's your mindset is different around it because you've taken the time to work on it. With an elite mindset, you'll be able to build positive habits that you can stick to and in the process, you'll end up ditching all the bad habits that no longer serve you. Look, the bottom line is that if you want better results in any aspect of your life, you need to begin on working on changing your mindset from average to elite. And you've got to ask yourself, am I doing that? Have I been doing that? Or have I been going around in the same negative feedback loops in my mind and in my behavior in my life. If you take a little peek at the show notes, I've embedded a link in there for you. And that link is to the Go All In Manifesto. Now, you can go ahead and uh, download that and print that out as a poster for yourself. But I've also got a link there where you can buy the poster just for a couple of bucks. And whether you use this manifesto or you create your own one, you need something like this in your life to remind you that your mindset matters. And I encourage you just to go ahead and Google manifesto, you know, mindset manifesto or whatever the hell you're looking for in your life, whatever goal it is, goals manifesto. If you go and do that, you'll see some really cool, inspire, inspiring things. And if you one of the action points I want you to take away from this podcast is to go ahead and download the Go All In Manifesto because that'll give you a good starting point to remind you about your mindset where you need to go from where you are now and start developing a more elite version of your mindset. And if you're so inclined, I really encourage you to go ahead and create your own version of your own manifesto so it becomes a little bit more personal. You know, you hear people talking about vision boards and creating goals and all those sorts of things. You rarely hear people talking about creating their own manifesto 
And I think that that's a really important thing to do. If you're not a graphic designer and you don't know how to do something like that, you can go over to Fiverr and there's heaps if you just if you just search manifesto in there there's people in there heaps of designers that will do that for you and all you got to do is is write down the dot points of what you want um pay a couple of bucks for it and it'll get spat back out to you at the size that you want it to it's really uh simple and efficient as well and i'll pop a link to that in the show notes for you as well so you don't have to go digging around for it but Either way, go ahead and download the Goal In Manifesto. It's free right there for you. And if you want one printed and a poster where you don't have to worry about it, you can go ahead and, and grab that as well. And I really encourage you to go ahead and create your own version of it. Remember, your body, your body, your physical body, that is, is like the hardware of a computer and your mind is the operating in operating system. If you're putting garbage in, what are you going to expect to come out? Garbage in, garbage out, right? That's the old saying. You need to create an environment where you're only putting good things into your mind and a simple manifesto that's on the desktop of your phone, it's on the desktop of your computer, it's on a poster somewhere, it's around. That's one really simple way to begin doing those things. And just to remind yourself that when you're feeling a little bit crappy about something, you know, people people with an average mindset see adversity as a problem. People with an elite mindset see adversity as their advantage. Are you seeing adversity in your life as a problem or are you seeing it as an advantage? And the manifesto will help you to understand that that's actually uh, where you're thinking and, and why you're thinking what it is that you're doing. For me personally, the underlying quality of an elite mindset is humility. I learned this in the military and it served me, um, humility has served me extremely well in every aspect of my life from being an entrepreneur to being a dad. And to stay humble to stay humble in the face of adversity is really difficult to do. And all of us face adversity in our lives and how you react to adversity is really a reflection of your character. And humility is the number one trait of leadership. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about that later in some of these other solo podcasts and how it served me. I'm going to share some examples with you as well and some really practical things as well. So humility is a is a really good thing because you're listening to this podcast and here I am talking at you for half an hour on, on this microphone and talking about developing an elite mindset. You might be listening to it going, oh, come on, Rob, get to the point, mate. You know, what's all this about? Where are you going with it? I thought this was going to be better or different. But the reality is you need a bit of humility. What is it that I'm saying that kind of resonates with you? And what is it that I'm saying that doesn't, that triggers, you know, a fight or flight response? But what is it that I'm saying that triggers... Uh, a message in your mind to go yeah I should do that or I should make that happen if you've got something and you you know something to say about it and you've got some feedback good bad indifferent go ahead and head on over to the AMA page and let's uh, let's spike that conversation over there because I'd love to have that convo with you look humility is one of those really important traits and characteristics and for me it's one of the absolute top traits of having an elite mindset and when you come across somebody who's really humble about what they do you can rest assured that they'll be pretty successful in some aspect of their life. And we've all encountered it. It's like, oh my God, man, how did you achieve that? How did that happen? And people just generally shrug their shoulders and go, oh, well, you know, I just did what I did. It was no big deal. If you've ever encountered somebody who's won a bravery award or somebody who's won an award for saving somebody, and I've interviewed a few of those people, they're generally really humble about it. You know, like getting an award and being recognised as a hero is not something that really anybody sort of seeks in their life. And 10 out of 10 of those people always say, well, I just did whatever 
you would have done. You would have done the same thing in my circumstance. And it's hard to put yourself in that circumstance because you weren't there. And that's what makes them heroic is their humility as well. Look, if you, if you start working on your manifesto and you start working on your humility, then I think you're on the right track, which is great. And if you don't do this, and if you don't begin doing this, you'll never know where your gaps are. And if you don't know where your gaps are, how do you know how you can start? And how do you know how to fix the level of distraction that you have in your life? You know, everyone has distraction. You know, what version of that is, is it for you? Is it something that's really all-encompassing? Is it something that's causing problems in your life? Or is it something that's just part of life? But if you don't do the work here and, and work on your humility and work on your elite mindset and work on your manifesto, you're just never going to know what they are. So let me just close out this show by talking about some of the, the principles of an elite mindset. And you would have heard a lot of this stuff before. I'm a big proponent of there's no such thing as an original idea, but some of this is original stuff. This is my stuff, but you might have heard it before or heard versions of it before. So 10 principles to close out this podcast here. So number one is someone with an elite mindset never shows weakness in the face of adversity. And it's not about not asking for help, but they take responsibility for themselves and they lead by example with all of the confidence that they can muster. Number two is someone with an elite mindset never feels sorry for themselves. There's nothing wrong with acknowledging a loss, a mistake or an error or a problem. They just don't dwell on it. Getting stuck and feeling sorry for yourself, for your bad decisions or your failings, that doesn't get you anywhere and it doesn't get you anywhere with people either. But people with an elite mindset recognize they recognize that they have failings, that nobody's perfect, nobody wins 100% of the time, and they don't let the failings of the past hold them back from a better future. So as you're listening to these points and the 10 principles of an elite mindset, ask yourself, are you doing some of these things? Are you average or are you elite? So number three, a person with an elite mindset knows how to stay positive in the face of adversity. They know how to breathe through their fear. They know how to get their emotions under control and they remember their training when they're faced with adversity. Number four, someone with an elite mindset realizes and recognizes that the only easy day was yesterday. You would have heard that one before. It's one of my faves. You can't change the past and you can't control the future. Today is the opportunity to shine. That's why it's called a present. Today is your gift and people with an elite mindset realize and they recognize that the only easy day was yesterday. Now, people with an elite mindset, they know how to win. It's not about these participation awards or being politically correct. People with an elite mindset know how to win. They also know that it pays to win and it pays to be a winner. In this politically correct world of participation awards, we all know it still feels better to win than it does to lose. And people with an elite mindset play the game of life to win, not to participate or lose. Polarizing. Yes, I know. I get it. But the reality is winning is just better, yeah? We've all won. We've all lost. And we've all participated. And we all know winning feels better, participation awards or not. People with an elite mindset recognize that and they know how to win. Number six, if you've got an elite mindset, you know and you recognize that there's no finish line. There's no end to the game. There's no end to the project. There's no end to the goal. People with an elite mindset realize that as soon as one task is finished and that goal is complete, they go straight on to the next one. There's no end. 
the goals and achievements continue in perpetuity and people with an elite mindset recognize and acknowledge it. Number seven, people with an elite mindset, they realize that you don't rise to the occasion. You sink to your level of training. It's a fallacy in life to think that you can show up unprepared for anything and that some type of magic's going to happen for you on game day and you're going to win. Winners train hard, they train to win, and they focus on the process, not the outcome. That's what makes them winners. So number eight is one of my favorites, not dead, can't quit, N-D-C-Q, not dead, can't quit. I learned that being in the military, that if you're not dead, then there's just no way that you can quit. There's no reason to. People with an elite mindset keep going in the face of adversity, in the face of overwhelming odds, and they recognize that if they're not dead, they just can't quit. They don't quit. People with an elite mindset are not quitters. Number nine, people with an elite mindset understand that adversity is their advantage. They understand that not every call is going to go their way, and they understand that not every call needs to go their way. So that's something... Something to reflect upon because I think that's something that really affects each and every one of us. There's no straight line to success. And when you develop an elite mindset, you'll realize that the bend in the road is not the end of the road. It's an opportunity to see the sights refocus and find your way back to your targets. Life, competition, and relationships throw all sorts of curveballs at you. And if you've got an elite mindset, you'll recognize that any adversity that you face is your advantage. You've got to turn it to your advantage. Number 10, last one in in the the 10 components of developing an elite mindset is extreme ownership. So one of my favorite podcasters and people in the world is Jocko Willink. If you don't know Jocko, uh, he's a ex-Navy SEAL. He's got this really cool podcast as well. I'll link to that for you in the show notes so you can check it out as well. And he's got a famous video that I'll also link to you as well. It's called Good, and it does a good job of articulating what extreme ownership actually means. And Jocko, when you know him a little bit, when you see him, if you've never seen it before, uh, it'll make a little bit more sense to you when you watch the video, so make sure you check it out. Lost your job? Good. Now I can go and get one I like. Broke your leg? Good. Now I can finish that course I've been putting off. Lost your relationship? Good. Now I can find somebody I actually like. You get the idea of saying good, or Jocko says good to everything that happens to you. And what it is, it's a way to take ownership. And what it does is it forces positive energy when there's something negative going on. So if you've fallen down and broken your leg, suddenly you're going to have a whole bunch of extra time sitting around. Sure, it sucks to break your leg, um, but you'll overcome that adversity. And when you're sitting around doing nothing, you can use that to finish a course you've been putting off or do something you've been putting off because you haven't had the time. You know, it's a using the word good and attaching that to anything that goes wrong is a way to turn adversity into your advantage. And it's a way to shift your mindset away from, oh, woe is me, poor me, it's not working for me. This is a way to actually sort it out for you. Now, let me close out today's podcast because we're running a bit long here, bumping up against 45 minutes. I want to close out by asking you a a couple of questions and please reach out to me and let me know in the AMAs if this is working for you as well. Now, after listening to this podcast and hearing me go through these points, is distraction a problem for you? Do you have, do you think that you have an elite mindset? 
Where are you on the way to developing an elite mindset or is that a work in progress for you? Is there something that you can work on that's going to help with your perspective and help you to develop your own version of your own elite mindset? Now, let me ask you, what would happen if you didn't begin developing this elite mindset? Would distraction still be a problem for you? Is adversity still going to be a problem for you? Are all of those things getting in the way of the success that you desire in any aspect of your life. It doesn't have to be about money or business. It could be about relationships, spirituality, or something a little bit more deep and and perhaps maybe meaningful as well. If you didn't develop that elite mindset and you didn't develop that focus and awareness and that attention and you have the time management skills and the discipline to actually go and do those things, in two years' time, are you going to be where you are right now or are you going to progress In order to progress, you need to work on that elite mindset. Now, finally, let me ask you, what if you did develop your own elite mindset? You did go away and create your own manifesto to live by. Would you get there faster? Would it be easier for you? Maybe, maybe. I know that things become easier when you have focus because when you have focus, you have alignment. And when you have alignment, things just seem to kind of jive for you and it works really easily. But you can't get there unless you really understand where you are. And it brings it full circle for us today. If you recognize that where you are right now in time and space is a product of the decisions that you've made and where you're going is also going to be a product of those decisions that you're going to make now and in the future. Well, if you made better decisions because you had an elite mindset and you thought about things a little bit differently, would you get there faster? I think the answer is actually pretty obvious. And look, I'm willing to bet that people I'm willing to bet that people that you see as successful in your world have that elite mindset that you're thinking of. Remember that the only thing that's setting you apart from somebody that you see as successful is the way that you think about yourself and the way that you handle the challenges that you're that you face. And with look, that's what this podcast is for. With a, with a bit of help from me, my experience, the guests that I bring on, we're going to help you to go all in and we're going to help you to close the gap from where you are to get you to where you want to be in no time at all. there you have it folks another episode complete so thanks for tuning in today and if you want to find out more and any of the detail about anything that i covered on the podcast today just take a little peek at your phone and all of the links are right there in the show notes for your convenience also if you've got a question a message or some feedback for the show you can reach out to me via the ama page and share your thoughts and questions and Don't forget, you can ask my guests any questions you've got there as well. So if you've been listening to some back episodes and you've got some questions or some comments or some feedback, just pop on over to the AMA page and you can find the link right there in the show notes for you as well. Don't forget, you can get your free copy of my best-selling masterclass and that's worth $149 and I'm giving that to you for free. Just head on over to goallin.com.au forward slash referral to find out more. And that link is also right there in the show notes for you. Well, that wraps it up for the show today. So whatever it is that you're working on, whatever you're doing, get busy, get to it, and go all in. 
I'll see you next time. Just got one thing on my